Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. The most trusted voice in professional wrestling. Look at this. More than four decades behind the mic. Plain and simple. With unrivaled success in broadcasting. From ringside to the boardroom. To the New York Times bestsellers list. What an impact. Keen insight with a sharp tongue. And if they're smart, they'll listen. Westwood One Podcast Network presents the Jim Ross Report. With WWE Hall of Famer Jim Ross. And now, the man himself. Good old JR. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, Slobberknocker Audio is on the air. I'm good old JR Jim Ross. Thank you very much for downloading our product, our podcast, our program, our life. <laughs> Hope you're doing well. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to our program uh, at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. And there's a million places because there's a million podcasts and almost a million wrestling podcasts, but only one Jim Ross Report. Thank you so much. Uh, and don't forget to leave us a five-star rating. We appreciate that. That's a big deal. Podcast world. Uh, and I mentioned this last week. I don't know if you... I, I should mention it twice this week. Hopefully, I can remember to do that. Uh, Amazon Alexa. Big deal for us. Uh, all you got to do is first enable these skills by saying this. Alexa, enable the Jim Ross Report skill. After it's been enabled... Simply say, Alexa, play the Jim Ross report. Simple as hell. Uh, and then Google Home, just say, okay, Google, talk to the Jim Ross report. Okay, Google, speak to the Jim Ross report. Or, uh, okay, Google, I want to speak to the Jim Ross report. And it's just easier. It's that the way of the world. It's just the, it's technology. And so we're a part of that. We have a great show here today. I'm talking to Ray Mysterio He's going to uh, Japan this weekend. Uh, he's going to all in on that sold out show September 1st from Cody and the Bucks. Uh, he's everywhere. Uh, Arrow, we'll, we'll get into all his schedule. He's everywhere. That's what I'm telling you. Very much a demand. And uh, he's got some news about his son, too, uh, training at a great training camp. The best in my book, or at least one of the best, without question. We'll talk about that. So, Ray Mysterio coming up. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the great guest, in anticipation, I shall say, here's what's on my mind. Well, because you ask, uh, we will have copies of Slobberknocker with us on our upcoming Inside the Ropes tour coming to Glasgow on Monday, June 25th. Uh, by the way, uh, tickets are, are available in both VIP and General Mission for Newcastle which is Tuesday, June 26th. So if you're in the Newcastle area or can get there, great seats are still available, as we used to say in Mid-South Wrestling, uh, for the Tuesday, June 26th event, uh, Slobberknocker Sessions in Newcastle. And then we'll be in Birmingham on the 27th of June. Uh, on the Thursday, the 28th, I hope to have a day off and go see the set of The Quiet Man. That's my goal. Uh, Limerick is Friday, June 29th. Friday, June 29th in Limerick. And in Galway, Saturday, June the 30th. Now, bottom line is this. 
they're all intimate venues. Uh, the only venue that has ample tickets is Birmingham. Dead honest with you. Everything else is getting a little bit scarce. But here's the thing, man. Check them out at uh, information, tickets, whatever you need at insidetheroach.co.uk. It's that easy. Uh, and by the way, Sovereign Rock is still number one on the Amazon.com charts for its category in wrestling biographies. We thank you for that. It's a great, it's just a great feeling to know that people are enjoying the story of a wrestling fan that ended up with a hell of a career and a lucky guy. So uh, that's going on uh, in in the UK. I'm looking forward to this this uh, this run uh, and seeing some areas I've never been to. Glasgow is a, is a, is great. Uh, I, everybody talks highly of it. I, I'm really excited about going to Ireland, and I do expect all the fans to join us in Newcastle and uh, make a big comeback there on that event. And by the way, the JR and the King show is getting a lot of interest. Uh, some, maybe some big news coming out of that tour, and it may be a big tour coming up. We're, we're working on some interesting details. But the, the JR and the King live Q&A, autographs, uh, picture opportunities, photo ops, as they say, uh, uncensored Q&As, uh, you know, autograph your items. I'll have books there and all that good stuff. We're going to be at Zany's in Nashville on Thursday, August 16th. And then a week later, we're going to be in Zany's in Rosemont, Illinois on uh, Thursday, August 23rd. Uh, intimate venues, great venues. I love the folks at Zany's. They got your tickets at zanies.com. Love to see you there. This is the first time the King and I have ever been on stage together in this sort of environment. Uh, it's the two voices of the Attitude Era uh, taking your questions and, and having a hell of a lot of fun. So uh hope you'll join us at uh, these shows. Zanies.com has your tickets. I appreciate it. Uh, congratulations to Court Bauer and the MLW Wrestling Team on their new TV show. It airs on Friday nights at 11 o'clock Eastern Time. It's an exciting kind of an old school show. It's, got, it's very diverse. Uh, I like the physicality. Uh, I like Quartz uh, and his team's uh, uh, roster. So hungry guys, athletic guys that don't worry about. Uh, they know they got to break an egg or two to make an omelet. Uh, so it's on the BN Sports Network on Friday nights, eleven o'clock Eastern. Uh, my dear friend Tony Schiavone and Rich Bacchini are the voices of that program. And for all the information on this new wrestling show that you ought to check out, go to mlw.com, and that's good for anywhere in the globe mlw.com has info on the show tickets for their events and they're coming to new york city uh, uh for a big uh, television taping all kinds of things are going on but check out the website mlw.com big news out of chicago and not just all in as the judge in chicago rules in favor of cm punk and colt cabana uh, in their legal issue with dr scott amon uh the doctor had been seeking about four million dollars approximately in damages had to be a big sigh of relief from the two talents. That's life-changing money, man. Uh, I can tell you that. Uh, and now can be back to business. For Colt, that means doing a great podcast and, and keeping up with his uh, indie, indie wrestling events and so forth. For Punk, it means getting his nose to the grindstone and the final push for his USC fight. USC tw- uh, fight is uh, this coming Saturday night on pay-per-view. And... Uh, I thought it was funny. I heard a commercial. They had named the two main events and the return of CM Punk. They're still, they didn't say it's Phil Brooks. So as much as some of the, the diehard MMA fans like to bitch and moan about pro wrestling and why is it on television? Well, you blithering idiot. Why do you think it's on television? You moron. Uh, 
because it makes money and people are entertained by it. it's entertainment why do people watch uh, usc to see tattoo guys sponsored by the condom depot beat the shit out of each other i don't think so i think there's a science to it i think there's an art form to it but in any event usc fans want to see punk get his ass whipped wwe and wrestling fans in general want to see punk have a good night saturday night so there's your conflict but here's the thing if you don't have a ticket, you watch it on pay-per-view, and there's where the money comes in. So that's why CM Punk is advertised and not Phil Brooks, in my opinion. He's taking on a guy named Mike Jackson. I want to clarify this. That is not, it is not, I repeat, the Alabama junior heavyweight champion, Mike Jackson. Saw an interesting note this week about NXT. The popularity of it is obvious. But somebody asked uh, Paul Levesque if, if, in light of the Fox deal for SmackDown, a billion in light of Raw getting fat and sassy on uh, USA and, and NBC uh, Universal money for Raw, a couple of billion-dollar deals there, folks. That's why that damn stock is going crazy. That company all of a sudden got massive healthy, as if, as, as if it weren't already. I thank God I've got my stock because ain't, ain't, I, I got it a long time ago. I'm glad I held on to it. Smart move from my financial planner. wasn't me. My wife and my financial planner kind of led me in that direction. God bless them both. Uh, but he, they asked Triple H if he thought the NXT would ever leave the WWE network. And he, he had a good answer. You know, you never say never. But here's the bottom line. Uh, if enough money comes along that another network wants to buy a, a live, weekly, televised sporting event, and I know, get the sporting deal, so don't go crazy here. A live event, they sell. And there's a lot of places that need programming. And a lot of places that want to, something new and live. Live is it. That's why I think that the Friday Night Smackdown show on Fox will be a live show. Why would it not be? It's challenging, yes, but it should be that way. So, uh, anyway, that's what I think. I, I don't know that's going to leave. I don't think it, it, but I don't think it's locked into the network if big money was there saying, hey, here's a lot of money for you. Can you put that NXT show over here? I'd be very, I'd be very challenged to not do it. I wrote myself a note to remind me to tell you that when you're talking about wrestling and television, that's what it's all about. The wrestling business hinges on two primary ingredients. There are others, yes, but the heartbeat of pro wrestling lies in two things, talent and television. Don't ever forget it. Don't ever let anybody convince you or try to convince you otherwise because it's just not right. It's all about talent and television. If you got them in place, you got a shot at being very successful. I watched Raw and I watched SmackDown this week. Got some thoughts on it here real quick in a moment. I watched uh, I watched Ring of Honor. I watched uh, Impact last week. Enjoyed it. I like what they're trying to do there. Don Callis and his group doing a good job. Heard an inter- the interview with Don Callis on it with uh, Busted Open and uh, the other day with Bubba uh, Bully Ray, Bubba Ray, uh, those damn Dudleys, and, uh, and, and Dave LaGreca, the star of the show, by the way. It was very captivating, very interesting. I enjoyed it. I heard it twice, as a matter of fact. So Don and those guys, I wish them good luck. They got to get somebody hot. They got to work on their roster, talent, and television. Think about it. Their roster is probably in better shape than their TV deal here in North America, in my opinion. But in any event, uh, I watch a lot of wrestling. And uh, here's what I'm thinking. I think too many talents are having the basic same match today as they had a year ago. Too damn many people are using the same sequencing, 
uh, the same move sets leading into other move sets, and it's repetitive, and it's predictable, and sometimes it's illogical. But that's where you get the guy saying, well, I've got to get my shit in. Here, guess what? When you have to get your shit in, you know what it usually is? You got it. Shite. Uh, raw thoughts. The show is not real well received by many of the wrestling pundits. They seem like that's not unusual. As uh, Some of these folks seemingly enjoy uh, providing negative feedback on the business. And maybe that is their job. If, it's that, if that's their job, their job description, I, I get it. And I don't care anyway. But I just find it funny that they've become predictable. But I think it's kind of unfortunate the way of the world, right? Negativity sells. Ridiculousness sells. Absurdity sells. Look at our White House. Uh, I thought these I thought entering on Monday night, I liked the work of uh, uh, Roman Reigns and, and Seth Rollins. Their match with uh, Elias and, and uh, Jinder Mahal. Solid match. Good way to get, get it rolling. Uh, it's smart to load your big top, top guys in, in, in somebody's opinion in the first two hours. Smart, smart positioning. I thought that Balor and Kevin Owens had a hell of a match. I like both those guys. If I had a territory, I'd want them both in it. Uh, Braun Strowman and uh, Bobby Roode, fine presentation. We know what it was booked for. To continue to build without shoving it down our throats, this big 300-plus-pound dude, Braun Strowman. And Bobby Roode played the role like a pro. Proud of Bobby. Well done. Uh, the only thing I, I, that jumped out at me because I got such an emotional investment in the booking of Ronda Rousey and, and Nia Jack is I didn't think Ronda, in hindsight, you know, I didn't know until you see it, but I probably wouldn't put her back on commentary for any long stance until she gets more practice of, of talking in that, in that arena, so to speak. I still like the booking. Can't wait to see that match at uh, Money in the Bank. SmackDown Live, a little feedback. You know, uh, in general, SmackDown Live, and maybe it's that, that extra hour that you got, you got to deal with the Raw. I don't know. But I think SmackDown, has, it, it seemingly to me, is the better of the two shows. More weeks than not. Not always, but more weeks than not. And I think that other hour has a lot to do with my enjoyment level. Because after three hours, it's challenging for anything for three hours. At my age, I don't even buy ripe bananas. Tonight, it's all about now, man. Good reboot on SmackDown Live for Asuka. She's a big money player, no doubt. I know the folks at the uh, uh, front office, shall we say, are very high on her. I think she has an amazing appeal. She could be like a Bond villainess. She's sexy, but dangerous. She's exotic and mysterious. And man, when she lays her stuff in, I just love it. Better them than me. But I, I love her work, and I think she's still a big-time player uh, in WWE with great things ahead of her. I love the Charlotte-Becky uh, Lynch matchup that Becky won by submission. Back in the day, as Tony Curry would say, uh, that uh, you'd hardly ever saw a babyface submit. I'm glad that we've addressed that ridiculous wise tale. It's, it was true, though, but I'm glad we moved on and got more realistic, more authentic. Anybody can lose by submission, whether you're a good guy or bad guy. Uh, I like that the Irish last kicker has, uh, who, have, by the way, has the best cheekbones in the business. Uh, she's very marketable. I'm glad that she's getting back on that, that fast lane, hopefully. And uh, great look, 
love her intensity. Uh, she acts like she she feels to me like a tough chick, and I like that. No, nope, she's not pretentious, and uh, that good Irish spirit that uh, that I I uh, embrace, without a doubt. Uh, okay, I've been talking to, to, about Cass here, you know, right? And I I like Cass, and I you, look, he's seven feet tall, folks. You can't teach that. I actually said that in a meeting one time in the, at the performance center in Orlando in a meeting. I have that story one of these days, but the deal is, you know, you can't teach that. And the WWE has always coveted size because every great promoter knows that people get their heads turned by size. Why the hell else would a fat lady in a carnival sell a ticket? Because of her size, freakishness. So he's seven feet. Uh, he's been, he's being provided valuable television time, folks. No doubt. You know what I say? You better damn sure maximize your minutes. So what this kid's got to do, in my opinion, is to continue to be aggressive. I don't need a seven-footer on the roster that's that's a finesse guy, a style guy. I don't need, like I said last week, I used a basketball analogy because the NBA is still ongoing. I need a four or a five from Big Cass, not a two. I, I need physicality. And he also needs to work on his delivery. That's out-of-the-ring practice in your car, in your home, in front of a mirror, wherever you are, to make sure that you you see what you're saying. See your face when you say these things. And I think he needs to work on uh, uh, it, promo sounding a little bit more organic and not memorized. And sometimes, because you have to memorize them, by and large, it's, it, it's hard to not sound memorized. And so you don't want it to sound like a script, by the way. So, uh, But I'll tell you, being seven feet tall is an asset for him. He's got a great look. I have confidence he's going to become a star, but he's got to he's got to fill some holes in his game, and that's a daily effort, a daily plan. And I don't know the kid well enough to know what that daily plan is or what what they're doing with him uh, behind the scenes to work on some of these these uh, issues. But I, I again, you can't teach that. He's seven feet tall, young, uh, good looking kid. Uh, I think he went to high school there where my uh, my man Raphael Morphy went. Uh, Archbishop Malloy. Is that was that it? I think it is. Kenny the Jet Smith went there too. You look in the yearbook, there's Raphael and Kenny the Jet, distinguished alumni that actually graduated. Uh so in any event, uh I enjoyed the show uh Tuesday night. Uh and you know it's gonna be a a real jacked up version when it goes to Fox, uh without a doubt. And ladies and gentlemen, whether you agree with it or not. That's what's on my mind. My mouth is watery. I know that Father's Day is just around the corner. I know I'm going to have a cookout with my kids. And I know that we're going to have Omaha steaks for my family. Uh, I've had some great times since I started uh, becoming affiliated in a partnership with Omaha Steaks. I, I, Memorial Day, I had a 72-ounce sirloin with the offensive line coach of Oklahoma, Bill Biedenboe, and his family. And we smoked it. It was absolute. You couldn't sit still and eat the damn thing. It was amazing. So anyway, if your dad likes to grill or you like to grill, you got or, or just for anybody that is a, uh, you need a gift for or you're in the grilling mood, I got the best deal, man. You're going to love this deal. I promise you. I promise you. Uh, I love these products. They, they're, it's so convenient. You can order. Uh, they, they, look, here's the deal. Omaha Steaks will deliver hand-trimmed, 
flash frozen and vacuum sealed meats directly to your front door in an Omaha Steaks cooler. Uh, you can get pork or poultry or veal or lamb or bison, seafood and vegetables, along with, of course, Omaha Steaks. Quality is amazing. Uh, the highest quality, the highest cuts, it's, just, it's, a, it's, it's perfection. It's, it's carnivore perfection. I love this company. I love their food. This ain't the stuff you get at the, you know, at, at Jack's grocery store in, in uh, Hoboken. This is, this is big time, big time stuff. You can also, here's, a, here's what I love about this deal. Because sometimes I get a wild hair and I want something different than a regular package. They, they create the, you can create the option to do your own package. You can, you have, there's an option to customize your cuts uh, for your dad's grilling needs. Find recipes, uh, wine pairings. I mean, there's all kind of customizations you can do with Omaha Steaks. It is the company to do business with. I've been doing business with them for many, many years. For my WCW days, I am an Omaha Steaks guy through and through for for decades. And I can't brag on them enough. I'm just proud as hell that they're a sponsor here. Uh, but in any event, uh, I want to tell you, folks, here's the deal. So this is the, here's the bottom line of Stone Cold would say. Right now, Omaha Steaks is giving a limited time offer to my listeners for Father's Day at 78% off. Folks, this is an amazing deal. All you got to do is this. Go to omahasteaks.com and then type in JR in the search bar. You normally find JR in a bar, but this time it's JR in the search bar. And you can get this, and you can get Omaha Steaks Father's Day package, uh, which includes now get this and remember 78 percent off two tender filet mignons two beefy top sirloins four chicken fried steaks mm, two boneless pork chops four all beef omaha steak burgers four gourmet jumbo franks 12 ounces of all beef meatballs ladies and gentlemen one pound of steakhouse fries four caramel apple tartlets oh gotta love the tartlets one omaha steak seasoning packet plus get four more grill ready omaha steaks burgers free with your purchase so here you here you go get this limited time package for only 49.99 when you go to omahasteaks.com type jr in the search bar and add father's day package to your cart amazing don't wait, ladies and gentlemen. Don't wait. This offer will obviously end soon. Go to omahasteaks.com, type in JR in the search bar, and grab your dad and fire up that grill, baby. Well, as the great Ernie Ladd used to tell me when he called me the junk food dog playing dominoes all night after us riding Mid-South Television with the big cowboy who was sound asleep next door, I'd rather fight a man than make love to a woman. I never really understood what the hell that meant, but I kind of figured out that it was a heel promo that he'd rather fight somebody than be in the company of a lady. That's a guy that likes to fight, folks. So with that said, Ernie Ladd was a slobber knocker, and right now it's time for Slobber Knocker of the Week. Well, one candidate for Slobber Knocker of the Week is Oliver Luck, named the new XFL commissioner and CEO. I think that's a great hire. Uh, former West Virginia uh, athletic director, uh, it was a big shot in Houston. Uh, you know, he's a, he's played in the NFL. He's been president of NFL Europe. 
Uh, he's a football guy. He's an, he's an educated football guy from the field to the sideline to the boardroom, uh, front office. Uh, he's got great experience, which means in the 40-year career he's had, he's going to have great contacts. So I think there was a great hire uh, as uh, Oliver Luck, the new uh, XFL commissioner and CEO, uh, and I, I think I expect great things uh, from Oliver. And look, he's got two years to get ready. And the last time that the XFL started, uh, and I was there, we it was a wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Not this time. Uh, the Undertaker is going to be making his uh, third in ring appearance in three months on July seventh at Madison Square Garden. I think it's big news, especially considering that. Uh, Everybody told me when I called the Roman Reigns Undertaker match at, uh, at WrestleMania down in Orlando a couple of years ago that that was his final match. And I kept saying, you remember what I said? When the Undertaker retires, he'll let us know. When he's done, he'll tell us he's done. And as great a marketing company as WWE is, do you think they let him walk away without some sort of celebration? Some sort of, you know, some sort of uh, distinction? Merchandise? Farewell tour? TV specials, books, what, what, what else you can think of would be there in place. That hasn't happened yet. So I, I kind of dig this thing. And I'm, I was surprised to see the booking. I'm happy for it because uh, I know that Taker still enjoys it. He's got the itch. He's an athlete. He's a warrior. And he's the hell of a guy. So anyway, uh, he'll be in the ring. And anytime Taker's in the news, he's a candidate for Slavonarka of the Week, no doubt about it. Uh, Slavonarka of the Week, uh, consideration given to the Washington Capitals, who are on the cusp of winning their first NHL Stanley Cup title in their 45-year history. That's a lot of years of doing jobs. That's all I can say. And I still have the, the Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights. The Vegas Golden Knights still have my heartstrings. What a great story that has been for all sports fans. And I think it's kind of cool, though. Uh, uh, my friends at uh, Jimmy Seafood there in Baltimore I guess somebody's, they're buying a plenty of crabs because they're throwing crabs on the ice in uh, in D.C. instead of like uh, the octopus in Detroit for the Red Wings. Uh, I, I had to put this in. I, I think it's a great story. I thank uh, producer Ted and Raphael. Recent national media story. I just love this. I love we need a mentor. We need to recognize. We need to acknowledge goodness from children and help them become better adults. Last week, nine-year-old Andrew Emery from Greenwood, South Carolina, been there many times, having a two-hour lemonade sale with the help of a local car dealership to raise money, $6,000, by the way, for his younger brother, Dylan, who has suffered from neurological ailments. And the young Dylan was in Pittsburgh with the parents getting treatment. Andrew said he wanted to raise money for his little brother's medical bills, and this one got me, and to buy him a teddy bear gosh love these kids man their hearts are pure they haven't been around us adults long enough to to make them to taint the water gosh great story good job buddy good job andrew emory from greenwood south carolina uh also hats off to uh big show and finn Balor for and uh, and being with the uh making these kids from the texas faction of the special olympics feel so welcome and so a part of the program uh, uh, on on Raw Monday night, it made my eyes well, uh, just, just tears. I, I I have special place for those kids, and uh, and uh, they, that was great for WWE to do that, and for uh, Finn and 
and a big show to make those kids feel so welcome, so special as they should. And by the way, big show's looking pretty damn good, by the way. I, you know, I don't want to hear about the, well, he's one more match. You know, Sean Michaels talked about doing one more match. I think that'll probably happen, by the way. I don't know when, don't know where. He's just too amazing. I don't care if he's 52 or 53. He's just too amazing at 70% or 50% of what he ever, what he was. And I don't, I suspect that would be a, that's a low number, by the way. He's still going to be better than about 75% of the locker room. Anybody's locker room, by the way. But show looked great. Can't wait to see where his, his next. I don't understand why he's not a major player in Hollywood. God almighty, he's just so, so distinctive looking. But the winner of the Slavin Rock of the Week goes to my dear friend, Michael Francis Foley. Yeah! Nick is celebrating the 20th anniversary of the 1998 Hell in a Cell match with The Undertaker. Uh, and uh, just he's doing these stage shows. They're doing great. I'm proud of him. Mick's a good man. Uh, check out uh, realmickfoley.com for tour information, tickets, T-shirts. He'll sell you something, baby. Uh, WWE Digital uh, called me a few days ago to get some uh, comments on that match. Uh, and uh, it was just really a... It was really a, a amazing time and how that's how that's lasted a, at real Mick Foley on Twitter. So Mick is our Slavin rocker of the week uh, to show you how this match has evolved. I'm standing in DFW uh, in the in a the the uh, priority line. You know, a lot of miles, right? I probably told this story before, but it fits here. This kid, this dad, this kid's behind me in line, and a guy's real close to me. I mean, really close. And he's in my space, as they say, and he says, and he whispers, as God is my witness, he's broken in half. For the love of God, stop the match. So I said, oh, I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to be a nice guy. But, you know, you just, you're, I don't need to be some strange man whispering in my ear. It's not me. Nothing there's anything wrong with that. It's just not my deal. So I turn around, and he's got this 12, 13-year-old son. He interjects himself first. He says, I'm sorry, JR. He does this at home all the time, and my mom hates it. So I thought, hey, this guy's a real fan. Uh, and I shook his hand, signed something, took a picture of him, this kid. But the point is, that match has outlived its usefulness in a lot of ways. It's, it's amazing. And to this very day, I'll put my hand on the Bible. I had no idea, neither did Jerry Lawler, that the that Mick was going off the cell. Absolutely shocked the hell out of me, as you can tell by what I said. So in any event, uh, support my man, Mick Foley. He's a sovereign rocker of the week. RealMickFoley.com is where you go for everything Foley. Apparently they have a pet raccoon that got into the past. Oh, son of a bitch! Well, I'm getting a lot of feedback, and man, I'm glad you guys like it. The Pet Coon Goofy Award uh, started back when we came back on the air and joined up with the mighty Westwood One. Uh, and the Petco Goofy Award, some really viable candidates. It was a tough race, ladies and gents. Uh, one of the nominees goes to the dumbest FBI agent in America. You saw the, I'm sure you saw some footage of this idiot. Undercover FBI agent in Denver dancing at a party doing backflips while his gun is in his, his, the, 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 his pants, his pants. Not in a holster, just stuck in his belt, his, his waistline. What the hell are you thinking, you idiot? Moron. His gun falls to the floor. 
And then as he goes to recover it, he shoots somebody. Thank God there's no killings. But there's got to be a better plan if you're an undercover guy with a gun in your down the back of your pants covered by your shirt. Is that FBI training? Now, if Trump wants to bitch about the FBI, I would start right there. That is the dumbest FBI agent in America. Candidate number two, the incomparable other J.R. J.R. Smith of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Man, I had a rough week. J.R. did this wrong. J.R. did that wrong. I'm thinking, what the hell did I do? Then they weren't even talking about me with my massive ego. J.R. Smith's bonehead blunder of not knowing that the game was uh, not tied uh, was so embarrassing. You can't lie out of it. You just got to say, he should have said, I made a mistake. I got caught up in the moment. I screwed up. I think he was stretching the truth to say, I thought they were going to call timeout or something. I don't think they even had any timeouts left. But anyway, I will say this. I agree with this point made. It changed the complexion of the series. For Cleveland to go to the to Cleveland to go to Golden State and win a game, game one on the road would have been massive. It would have been massive. It'd been as massive as Conrad's cheeks. Oh my my! But it would have been huge. But it didn't happen. Another candidate, the United States Supreme Court, actually spending time on a seven to two vote in support of Jeff Phillips. Uh, the the heel uh, baker who said he was forced by the Colorado Civil Rights Commission uh, to bake a cake for a same-sex wedding. The Supreme Court said his religious beliefs were ignored and against his First Amendment rights in making the baker reluctantly make the cake. Well, to me, it takes the cake, for God's sakes. Are you telling me that our tax dollars are going to perpetuate a Supreme Court in a six-year ordeal to see if the cake maker was had his rights violated. Are you kidding me? God, I hate that politics in six years of the heel cake maker. Kiss my Oklahoma arse. President Bill Clinton. You know when he was president, I liked him. You know, I'm an Oklahoma guy, and he's an Arkansas boy, and you know everybody could do Bill Clinton. I did not have sex with that woman. I might have messed her dress up, but I never had sex with that woman. You ever see what I live with at home? You know, everybody could do a Bill Clinton, right? He goes on TV making me selling a book now because, you know, he left the White House $16 million in debt. He ain't now, by the way. I promise you. Uh, he said he didn't need to apologize. He'd already apologized to Miss Lewinsky and her family and everything, so that's cool. But uh, he says, I apologize to everybody in the world. Uh, here's the deal. The guy's got a gift to give, right? He's uh, he's pretty strong, and that was weak. Weak, Slick Willie, weak. Well, Jr., I didn't have time to really prepare a statement. Uh, and so uh, the winner of the Pet King Goofy Award, boy, it's good candidates this week, right? Some real dumbasses. I don't know who to blame. I guess just throw a cover over the White House. I'll get my, I'll probably get audited now. But this whole national anthem uh, thing with the, and the Eagles. The players, the Eagles, didn't support the president. This is not a, this is not a, I don't think that the reason that the Eagles didn't go to uh, D.C. was had anything to do with the, the national anthem situation. A lot of it had to do with their disagreement with how uh, the president's run the country. My, my take, the 10 guys are going to go. The, ha, most of the team says, uh-uh, we ain't going. 
Uh, and the issue is kneeling for the national anthem as a way of showing a uh, protest to uh, to the, the the atrocities perpetuated on African Americans and uh, just equal treatment in general. And so, whether you, I don't, hey, look, I'm going to stand every as long as I got legs, as long as my fat ass can get around, I'm standing for the national anthem. But I don't have this cause. I I support the cause, by the way. I do support the players' uh, cause uh, and 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 African Americans especially and their plight. And there's plenty of them. But I I I'll support them. But I'll protest or I'll make those that support known in another way. That's for me. But this whole thing is the NFL. Just go to play football, Mr. President. Just just govern. Leave the damn anthem out of it. Leave the NFL out of it. Uh, you know, and it's it's embarrassing for us. I go to other countries. You know, I, I'm going to UK. You know, Kenny McIntosh's tour coming up soon, uh, and another tour I'm going to go on uh, in London in July for the Comic Con. But golly, uh, it just it just can't get. It's just it's it's embarrassing. You go abroad and oh, you're American. Yeah, I am. Then they kind of smile like, oh, you're the oh, you're the country that has that that that. Uh, that blonde-headed president who wears a cap like Stone Cold to make himself be, uh, I'm going to drain the swamp. I'm waiting. But I can tell you this, I do believe that cap he wears, not only to, re- to restrain his wild hair, uh, and is uh, played off of Austin. All, he saw Austin as a common guy, blue-collar, drain-the-swamp type of man, and all of a sudden he's wearing... Uh, Donald is wearing all these high dollar suits. Nothing wrong with that, and a wall cap to make himself look more blue collar. That's my take. I might be wrong, but in any event, the White House, the NFL, stop it, stop the national anthem, and 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 there's got to be a better way to protest too, in my view. But I understand what the players are doing, and if they didn't want to go to the White House, then what the hell? It's embarrassing. It's more embarrassing to the president, quite frankly. Football team didn't want to go to the president, White House. I, if I if I got invited to the White House, I would I would walk to Washington. It'd be great, greatest honor of all. To go to the White House. No, I ain't holding my breath. But in any event, that's the Pet Coon Goofy Award of the Week. A couple of weeks ago, I talked to you about a new sponsor, Quip, uh, Q U I P, by the way. Uh, and here's the thing: the truth is that most of us are brushing our teeth wrong. Not long enough, and we forget to change our brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks, the gimmick, rather than the better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different, you may ask? Well, let me tell you very quickly here. There's six points you need to know. For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover 
for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. I take mine with me everywhere I go. And finally, everyone loves Quip. Listen to this. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time Magazine's Best Inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association, the big boys. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every single day. So here is the deal. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to quip.com slash Ross right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. Mm-mm-mm. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash Ross. So that's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Ross. And remember, folks, OJR uses toothbrush two or three times a day. All right, that's my brush. I believe in it, and I know you will too. Check it out. Getquip.com slash Ross. Strategy my Oklahoma ass. I must admit that one of the most, uh, my favorite parts of our show since we came to the mighty Westwood One is uh, this week in wrestling. Or as they say in southern Oklahoma, this week in wrestling. Uh, and we're going to start 54 years ago. Uh, 1964, if you don't want to do the math. Bruno San Martino defends his WWF title successfully against a giant Manchurian in a two out three fall match at Madison Square Garden, the great Gorilla Monsoon. Two men, two out three falls, 54 years ago, big time matchup. Uh, and more importantly to me, these two men were as important in my life as far as how you should conduct yourself as a pro. And I will always thank them for being those kinds of role models. And that's when I talk about these, the, the mentor things and the, the, this generation we're in. I'm hoping that some of these young cats are getting the role models, are having them around them. They're being mentored. They're being coached. They're being counseled. Uh, I hope that's happening. But, man, I was lucky to be around guys like uh, Bruno, but a whole lot around Gorilla. And I, I love both those gentlemen. Uh, the uh, oh, I was going. This is a good one here. I, I this is eight years ago, and here's why we we we, we picked this one uh, in 2010. The upstart. Remember Nexus, that faction. Uh, they disrupted a very high level John Cena CM Punk match on a Monday Night Raw. Uh, Daniel Bryant got crossways for getting a little too aggressive, and he got uh, endeavored for for a while. Uh, uh, so, and he now, of course, he came back and look, look what happened. But it just made me think. I wonder if it's time in WWE, for example, because they're the big dog, uh, for a new authority group uh, or a new uh, not an authority figure, but a new, uh, you know, another faction, uh, organized faction, recognized faction that has a chance to become main eventers. I'm wondering if there'd be strength in numbers with some guys that are almost there, combining their efforts to get them over the top so that you have one or two maybe can spin off. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe that might be timely. But uh, Nexus got a lot of attention when they came in. It's been eight years ago. It's amazing. Uh, 33 years ago, the first ever King of the Ring tournament occurred in front of a pretty good house here. 22,000 fans at the old Foxborough Stadium. Uh, and 
Don Morocco, the Hall of Famer, became the first king of the ring. He defeated four opponents that evening, including Junkyard Dog, Les Thornton, Pedro Morales, and the Iron Sheik. Pretty damn good run there. Uh, and, of course, on that card, Hulk Hogan defended successfully the, the WWF title against uh, Nikolai Volkov. One of the two, one of the great guys, Nikolai. What a nice man. Lives in Baltimore, and I he's a, was one of my one of my first traveling partners uh, at, at times. He was one of the Mongols with uh, Newton Tattery. They were in the McGurk territory, and boys, when Nikolai Volkov was in his twenties, I had never seen a man that big, that strong, that fast. He was Superman. He really was. Uh, Twelve years ago, two thousand six, it would be. ECW One Night Stand sold out the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. New York City? RVD captured the WWE title, and the thing I remember about that, he beat John Cena, was that the uh, uh, somebody hung a sign, if Cena wins, we riot. <laughs> well, they got their wish. No riots. Uh, well, what an atmosphere, though. That was one of the more fun atmospheres I've ever – I didn't go to the show. I watched it on television. I had no business down there. You know, we're all just going to hang out and go to catering. Back in my day, uh, okay, birthdays. I like this segment, too. Birthdays. Real quickly, here we'll go through the birthdays. Drew McIntyre just had a birthday. We talked about it last week. 33 years old. ODB, one of my favorites. Fellow barbecue sauce connoisseur. She's still wrestling, folks. ODB will still come in your, to your, your event and do great work. She's got a real good barbecue truck. I think she's back up in Minnesota. I follow her on Facebook, ODB, Jesse Kreska, nice lady, impressive lady, bodacious lady. <laughs> Mick Foley's birthday. Wow, 53. What a pup. Uh, Mickey Foley, uh, is uh, he's a dandy. We took a chance on it, didn't we? And it all paid off. God, that's a good, we got lucky on that one. Uh, I'm sure thank Vince McMahon for letting me hire Mick. That wasn't a layup. But it worked out good for everybody. Sometimes you never know. You just got to take a chance. Our good friend Howard Finkel, the Fink. I miss the Fink's voice. I like to listen to some of the uh, classic stuff because you hear Howard ring announcing. And nobody had more fun ring announcing back in the old Madison Square Garden days than the Fink. Fink uh, turned 68 this week. How, how you, hope you're doing well, Howard, because I know you listen, and I appreciate it. Superstar Billy Graham, 75 years old. Man, the Hall of Famer. Uh, he influenced a lot of talent, man. What a gift to Gav he had. Uh, superstar Billy Graham. I remember Stu Hart saying, uh, I got that uh, I got that Wayne Coleman in my uh, in my basement and I I think I may have uh, uh, I think I may have made him piss his pants. That Wayne you know Wayne Coleman, right? I didn't know who it was. I, I did find out that's Billy Graham. And I assume that's true. And by the way, Superstar's manager, the late Grand Wizard, would have turned eighty nine. So uh Pairing this week, birthdays. Happy birthday to Roz Liv Morgan. She's only 24. You know, I gave away 170 silk ties to the Salvation Army the other day. I swear to God that there were ties in there older than 24 years. Happy birthday to Maria Menudos. Uh, Maria's a, what a nice lady. Her husband's a good dude, good people. She looks like she's like 12. She's 40. Tatanka, happy birthday to you, buddy. I'll see Tatanka in London in July at the... Uh, London Film and Comic-Con. It's going to be fun. More information on that next week. Got time to think about that, but it's going to be a good show, no doubt. If I can find my information, I'll plug it before we go off. 
Dan Severin, very honorable Dan. Dan's a good man. No, no, no pun intended. Good man. I wish we'd have got him in WWE earlier. He was a great MMA fighter, no doubt. But he he would have had a real uh, strong pro career, I think, especially if he had been had the opportunity to get in WWE earlier. That's my take on it. Good man, though. I'm glad we hired him. Oh my God! Guess whose birthday it would be? I would be ninety-four. Connie, Connie, where are those cheeks? Bring them to me. Mister Barnett would be would have been ninety-four years old this week, folks. He was the uh, Truman Capote of wrestling. What a colorful character with his Gucci shoes. He always wore Gucci loafers. And one time I signed off on this expense report. He went to London. He went to Harrods. He bought a bunch of ties and he tried to turn it in uh, as a lunch. <laughs> and so I, I caught him. And so I said, uh, you know, no, no worries. I, I didn't, what am I going to do? I'm not going to do anything. Turner could afford it. A hundred bucks, $200, whatever it was. So he gifted me with some of those ties for my birthday or Christmas. I knew where they came from. Mr. Barnett. Oh, my boy. Loved him. Magno T.A., one of the most courageous men I've ever known in my life. What a, what a, what a hand he was. They do the angle. Magno T.A. and Mr. Wrestling 2 are partners, right? Midnight Express and Jim Cornette are their adversaries. They have a match where the losing team has to take five lashes and if, uh, with a strap. Not a gimmick, a strap. You can't work a strap, I promise you. The heels go over. Uh, Magnum and Wrestling 2 have got to take five lashes from all three members of the Midnight Express, Corny, uh, Dennis, and Bobby. I think it was. And so Mr. Wrestling 2 took a walk, leaving Magnum to take all 15 lashes by himself. And you don't think the boys didn't play a little inside rib there and beat the holy shit out of Magnum T.A.? Whew. And he took every damn lick. He never bitched. He never complained. Because here's the deal. It was a territory. They did the same thing the next night. And the next night. And when I finally saw him at the end of that run, his back looked like uh, it had been mauled by a tiger. It was Skin was gone. It was hideous. It was sickening. So I think Terry Taylor got involved in that and took some lashes somewhere along the way. But it was a, it was a hell of an angle. And that took a hell of a man to do it. Because can you imagine some of these dudes today? Okay, here's what we want to do. We're going to put your ass a strap three nights in a row, 15 lashes each. Okay, here we go. Mm-mm. I'm calling my agent. I, 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 I researched this on my computer, and it didn't pan out. Happy birthday to my buddy Mark Henry, the big Texan. We always we always fuss, and like kind of Dusty and I used to do during the OE Texas week. I love Mark. I, I'm, I'm so happy that we found each other back in the mid-'90s. And uh, he is a Hall of Famer. He does a phenomenal job with uh, Dave LaGreco and Busted Open on Sirius XM. Channel 93, by the way. So, Mark, keep up the good work. You're becoming a hell of a broadcaster. And I'll also see Mark Henry in London uh, later part of July, later part of July, 26th, 7th, and 8th, I think it is. Uh, more on that next week or later today. Uh, happy birthday, Brian Alvarez, Wrestling Observer. Jerry Lynn. Oh, Jerry's a hell of a hand, man. He, Jerry Lynn's one of the best workers I've ever been around. Uh, he's uh, going to be an all-in referee uh, uh, on the crew. He's on the officiating crew, uh, along with uh, Jim Tunney and uh, Earl Strong. And, uh, no, I'm kidding. That was baseball, basketball. Uh, but I know Earl Hebner's one of them. I, that's cool. Isn't it fun how they pay attention to detail? Jerry, Jerry, Jerry could take bumps. 
if you see Jerry in a match, there may be a ref bump involved. <laughs> or not. Who knows? In any event, happy birthday to all you guys, and uh, thanks for making my life better. Look at this! We're just a few moments away from uh, catching up with Ray Mysterio. You know, it's going to be interesting. I saw where uh, AAA has got a date held in Madison Square Garden uh, later on this year. Uh, and not the not the, uh, uh, the small room, the forum, where it's called, felt forum, but the big hall, the, the main garden. So, you know, if they're going to run an event in, the, in that building, they got to have Ray Mysterio on that car, I'd think. They'd need to be better, don't you think? But that brings up, you know, he's got this great relationship with WWE, does Ray. Puts him in a tough spot. We'll talk to him about that. So uh, Ray Mysterio is still coming up, uh, so stay with us for that. Uh, and remember, uh, on the mailbag, uh, the Jim Ross Report at gmail.com is your source. Any guest ideas, any questions, uh, any comments, anything that you can can contribute that makes our show better, other than me leaving it, uh, we will accept as a, as a polite critiques. But hit us there. Become a part of it. And we can't, you can't do it if you don't check in. And it costs you not a damn thing to go to the Jim Ross report at gmail.com and have at it. So Carl is in Suffolk, UK. Hello, Carl. Uh, Carl is a big fan and he is, uh, want to know if I'd ever do a podcast all about Gorilla Monsoon. Carl, it's a good idea. We might do that sometime. Uh, he would be one of the, if I did a show where I devoted a whole show on one person, uh, it probably would be, uh, Monsoon would be on that list, that short list for sure. But it's a good idea, and thanks, Carl. And I hope you come see us in the, in when we're over there in your neck of the woods uh, with Kenny McIntosh and his great crew from uh, InsideTheRopes.co.uk. Uh, Sam Guzik. Uh, J.R. Petcoon Goofy is now a part of my everyday vocabulary. <laughs> uh, and when coming across someone or something that is just flat out goofy. Uh, going up, I always wondered if billionaire Ted would have been a good pers- TV personality like Vince was during the Attitude Era. No way in hell. McMahon was the best villain WWE had over the entire run of the Attitude Era. He never he never was a babyface. He loved being a heel. People loved him as that uh, evil owner. Mr. McMahon made Stone Cold. So, uh, as much as I respect Ted Turner and his bison burgers, uh, like a bison burger, uh, then I would say uh, no to that question. McMahon's special talent in that regard. And this one from Travis in Loveland, Ohio. Uh, His questions are, what do you think about Ken Shamrock's legacy in WWE? Uh, Very honorable. You know, Ken, we got Kenny late. Uh, he, He started to get over. He started to get better and better in the ring. He was becoming, he was evolving into a hell of a hand, in my opinion. He was believable, authentic. Uh, but then he got the itch to go back into the MMA world, which he did, and uh, it kind of curtailed that growth. So we got him a little late. He left a little early. It's kind of hard to put a concrete sentence on what it was, but he had a very impressive uh, uh, run, considering that. His great success came in a very short window of time. Natural athlete. Uh, Kenny's a good guy. He's, he's really a, on top of his game right now. He's, he's found the Lord. He's done a lot of neat things, and 
I'm really uh, uh, I'm glad for that because he went through some tough tough times, and I know there's a book being written about him. I'm anxious to read. So uh, Ken Shamrock's a man's man, and whether he ever gets another run in WWE, who the hell knows? Who who knows if he wants one? Sometimes we say, well, why don't this guy get this? Well, what if he doesn't want it? Did you ever think of that? So uh, Tony Adams. Mr. Ross, that's my dad. I'm just Jr. Thank you very much, Tony. Uh, Likes to format a new show. We thank you. Uh, can you tell me anything about Dick the Bruiser? I guess. Oh, I lived in Indianapolis my entire 46 years. I know he was a legend, but I don't know that much about him. Well, here's the deal, Tony. First of all, get on that that uh, internet machine. Go to Google and write in Dick the Bruiser. You you will not go to a porn site. It's Dick the Bruiser is a wrestler. Uh, William. Fritz Athlas. He went to, started to go to college at Purdue, football, football player. I think he ended up in Nevada, played some NFL for the Packers. Uh, he was an authentic brawler, uh, had great charisma, one of the most distinctive voices in all of wrestling. Uh, he was over. He got over. And the Bruiser and the Crusher were one of the most colorful, uh, successful tag teams uh, that hold uh, probably a couple of generations there. So Google him, uh, Tony. I don't want to be a wise-ass, but you'll learn more than I just told you, but he's something to study. He's really a, one of those old-school, bigger-than-life characters was Dick the Bruiser. And I appreciate, Tony, you mentioned, too, that you like our, the version of our audio book. The audio book for Slobber Rock has really done well, and I thank you guys for that always. Uh, Tim is in Rochester, New York. Uh, if you could pick one person to build a promotion around, who would you pick and why of any generation? Well, that's a hard question to answer. Uh, I would certainly have a short list. They would probably be preferably under 30. It's a young man's game. They had to be reliable. And I'd I'd be cheating because I'd have that uh, Back to the Future kind of book that knows who became a star. So, in my infinite wisdom, I would say I would probably start with building a territory around Stone Cold or The Rock. And if I got really, really lucky, like we did in the Attitude Era, I'd have them both. Uh, Stephen Blanding wants to know, have you seen the, uh, tape of the Jim Cornette Dairy Queen incident? Oh gosh. Yeah. Years ago. It's corny, man. At his best corny cutting a promo on a, on a Wendy's person because she didn't know how to make a triple burger with triple cheese and triple mayonnaise or whatever the hell it was. He's funny. He's volatile. Uh, he's a different cat, man. He ain't, he ain't the average dude. That's why his podcasts are so damn good. But I saw it and uh, I laughed because I'd seen Similar incidents, not at a drive-through window, but similar incidents before. Uh, wasn't the first? He wasn't the first turner on that one. And uh, finally, uh, from Shay Fields, nice name. I'm a day one listener. Thank you, buddy. Uh, how do you prepare your ribs before you throw them on the grill? I like to. I use uh, a, one thing. I use Jr. Seasoning, and that's unless a shill. But it, it's great. That's what it was really designed for is a barbecue dry rub. I, and I let it sit overnight and wrap it in aluminum foil or saran wrap or something like that. Season it real heavy. Wrap it all up nice and tight. And then if I'm going to grill them, uh, I grill them on low heat. I don't like grilling ribs. I like smoking ribs. And if I'm going to smoke ribs, I just move them down the grill over the part of the grill that the burners are not on. So the burners are on the other end. It's, it circulates the heat. So the ribs then become smoked and they're, they're to, to die for. So a little preparation. I think that's why a lot of people, uh, quite frankly, get store-bought ribs. It could be a pain in the butt. But if they're fun to do, 
You can go through a lot of beer, watch them cook, low and slow, around 200, 225, you know, six, eight hours, and then have at it. Sometimes I have been unable to eat after a six-hour drinking expedition while I'm watching my ribs smoke. I am ashamed to admit. And remember, if you got questions for our mailbag, just hit me at uh, the Jim Ross Report at gmail.com. And that's it for the mail this week. You got mail. You know, this job, as I, I guess it's a job here at Westwood One, the mighty Westwood One, it's really not a job when you can talk to your buddies. And my, one of my brothers of the road, man, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a small giant in the world of wrestling. Ray Mysterio. Ray, how are you, man? Very good, JR. How you doing? Thank you okay. for having me on your show. Oh, shoot, yeah, man. Hey. To, it's not that we spoke, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Remember that, or have you erased it from your mind already? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, it's there. It's in the back of my mind. Uh, well, but it was an interesting trip, what, I thought. particular part? <laughs> yeah, the, I had the, the food at the hotel. Yes. The, pretty good. And I thought yes. the uh, the hotel itself was very nice. It, it was very, very nice. Uh, definitely a five-star hotel. Yeah. I had never been walked to my announced position with a guy holding machine gun before. Now, now, that I didn't get to see, so that's yeah. special there. <laughs> and see, that's, that's a prejudice there. I look like, I guess, a, the, fit the profile, and here you come to the ring with a mask on, and everything's cool. And, and no but, issues, right? Uh, yeah. I, did, I, didn't get it, I didn't get escorted. You know, I walked out on my own. No machine guns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no violence. Just hey, a, uh, a 649 and an RKO. That's it, man. That's yeah. it. And I, I had a look. I, I was in an airplane for 36 hours. Uh, Lawler and I, and, uh, I stayed, we had about that one night, that Thursday night in the hotel. That's Mm -hmm. it. So, uh, from Wednesday morning until Saturday night, I had one hotel room sleep. That's it. So you're telling me you traveled more than what you spent in actually Saudi. I I was in Saudi from Thursday night to Friday night. I left. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's incredible. I, and here's the other, here's the kicker, uh, and you can take this any way you want. I, I have no issues with it. I kind of think it's kind of cool. Oh, I yeah. flew all that way and worked an hour. Wow. On the wow. air an hour. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's good. Uh, hey, uh, you were in Mexico City last weekend, huh? That's it, yes. What's, uh, what's, shaking, um, what's shaking down there with you in AAA? That's well, big news, uh, man. Conan came back and is uh, the head writer for AAA. Uh, there was rumors that he was bringing back the the crew that was once there when I had first left WWE, which was Penta, uh, Fan Eags. Um, and uh, they were coming back. So I, I told Conan, I said, well, you know, uh, when they decide to come back, if they really are, I said, I wouldn't mind being on that card. You know, um, so we managed to work something out. And this it just happened this last Sunday in, in Monterey. Actually, a good old oh, friend of ours showed up too, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, I heard he uh, he won the strap. Yeah, he won the strap. Well, uh, he took the and, title away from Wagner. And what uh, was the impact that uh, Conan had there in that building? It was incredible. It was intense. Um, but but you, it, it almost seems like the 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 fans in Mexico are adapting to uh the american style fans they're they're smart they're they know what they want 
And if you're a heel, if if they know your history, they're going to cheer for you. And believe it or not, when Conan took that parka mask and they saw who it was, I heard a lot of fans screaming, Conan, Conan, (laughs) because they know he's changing the business, at least down south. Hey, I'll tell you this, and I don't say this about too many people, but in in our wrestling world, uh, in a room full of people, uh, he's going to be in the argument to be the smartest wrestling guy in the room. He's really bright. He, he, he has he great instincts. It. Great yeah, instincts, and, Ray. Yes, very much. And and another thing that, that uh, I, I've noticed throughout the years that I've known him, I've known Conan since I was 13 years old. Um, he has an eye for talent, which is really incredible. Um, you know, and, and he likes to open up those platforms for for that particular talent, you know, to, to be displayed. If you take advantage of it, hey, good for you. If you don't, it's it's your miss. Conan uh, doing great stuff here on Westwood One on his podcast, Keeping It 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're glad to – it's a good family of podcasters here on this uh, network. Uh, you know, uh, Xbox on it, Jericho's on it, Eric Bischoff. Uh, so uh, we, we're, we're building something here, and uh, and he's going to be big in that uh, whole development, I think. But uh, So you're, you're going to – you're. Are you going to be on that card that goes to the garden? And when's that show in the garden? I saw where Triple uh, A has a date held in the garden in New York, which I thought. Yeah, was. yeah, uh, I, I just heard about that too. Uh, I think it's somewhere in September. Maybe, man. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just I, I saw it and I thought that. So somebody's running the felt forum, right? No, no, they're running the garden. So. <laughs> that, Jr., you you were the same. You had the same reaction I had. Uh, and I, and then I I told myself well, nobody runs a garden but WWE. Well, they like they they told me well uh, apparently they they had some sort of connection because they're going to the garden. I was like wow, okay. Um, how many years has it been? I mean, because really WWE's been the only uh, official uh, company that that well, has wrestling there, right? Yeah, they, there's been other companies to uh, play the little room, the felt forum. Uh, uh-huh. uh, and, but I don't, I don't know in my lifetime, I can't remember any other no. organization running the main Madison square garden, but WWE at this time. Right. Right. What are you going to do that is so special that you think you can, you can, uh, um, at least fill some of that arena up. If not, if not all, if well, that's your that, plan. I would say, right. I, I, much like uh, uh, Cody and the Young Bucks and their and their crew did in Chicago for All In, uh-huh. uh, you know, there's going to be a if 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 AAA runs an event in the Garden, it, it will stir a tremendous amount of discussion and controversy because somebody new is apparently going to run the Garden doing wrestling. Right, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't do really really well there, and you know, and I'm sure that. And here's what it puts you in a tough spot, I would think. And I'm just, I'm not saying it for you. I'm just saying it in my opinion. That puts you in a kind of a tough spot because they need to have you on that card for, if they're going to try to sell, sell out the garden. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. I'm the, the old Mo Booker, uh, mindset coming out here. But, uh, right. then that puts you in a tough spot. Is it, okay, wait a minute. What's that do to my overall, you know, cause I'm sure WWE, you know, you've got a relationship with WWE as well. You know, of positive. course, of course. Yes, of course. So that kind of puts me in the middle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, there you are again, young man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. The obstacles of life, right? Yeah, heck yeah. Uh, it's a good problem to have. 
It's good. Yeah. Yes, yes it is. It's, it's yes. a good problem to have. And uh, are you you're still involved with uh, uh, Aero Lucha, right? I'm still involved with Aero Lucha. I uh, um, I uh, I'm a part stock owner with mm-hmm. that company, and mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm still running wild. I'm I'm kind of doing my own thing, just like I I have been for the last three years. Uh, opportunities uh, seem to come my way, and and if I feel that it's something that's that uh that i can take advantage of and and move forward with it you know i run with it they hand me the ball and i feel like i can go i'm gonna go um i i head i head out this actually tomorrow for for dominion uh new japan on saturday so you know i'm just kind of jumping here and there uh you know waiting for if something big happens to to pop off with wwe again in the meantime you know i keep doing my thing yeah, you got to man. You got to yeah. you got to keep you got to keep your skills sharp, and you got to keep scratching the itch. And there's yeah. money out there. Hey, you and I both know that that uh, for what we do, uh, our compensation has been very uh, healthy the last several years. And it, when I got in the business, it, it wasn't always that way. As right. same as you, you just right. made what the hell they gave you. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Well, you're gonna see uh, in uh, you know eventually. You know, I, I I love doing with Josh Barnett the New Japan Wrestling Show on Access TV every Friday night, and, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to do the live show at the Cow Palace uh, in July, which is going to be kind of cool. But you're yeah. going to be teaming with Jushin Liger and uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi against Cody Hangman Page and Marty Sherrill. That'll be a great what, match. What what a what a mix up of generations, huh? Yeah, man, that's incredible. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm looking it, so forward to that. Was Lager one of your uh, role models back in the day? Oh, most definitely. Um, and, and, you know, I, I go way back to oh, when I saw Psychosis, um, and then I saw Liger, I was like, man, Liger is, is picking up on Psychosis gear, not knowing that, you know, it was the other way around. Uh, <laughs> the idea behind Psychosis, I guess, was somewhat um, based off of uh, the Liger character. But, uh, um, you know, with the hair beating out and, and the horns, mm-hmm. and who would have thought that uh, a couple years later after after I've gone to Japan, I was going to face him in WCW, and that was pretty much our first face-off. And ever since then, we haven't seen each other again, in the ring at least, and now we get the tag. So our first night was against each other. Now we get to share the ring together. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's a history yeah. t- type yeah, thing yeah. there. Two of the greatest, uh, or what are you, whatever tag you want to hang on to Super juniors, cruiserweights, junior heavyweights, whatever. I don't even, I don't even know what all that means because there's no way. It's just all. It's like a work. It's it's just another name to sell more shirts or another another <laughs> distinction because yes. the, you know, hey, there's the most talented uh, super juniors in the world, or arguably in New Japan. Yes, no doubt. There's no there, doubt. There, there's some badasses there, man, that can flat ass get it, get it get it rolling and you'll see our old friend chris jericho this weekend he's got uh nido uh, that'll be a that'll be an interesting confrontation and chris much like yourself he, he, the the world is his territory yeah yeah i i uh i've actually uh without even picking his mind that much i've learned a lot of how he likes to roll and how he does his own things and uh you know i i tip my hat off for him because he, he's worked his ass off. He really has. He, you know, he's 
He's been on the grind. He was the first guy to ever leave WCW to take that risk, go to yep. WWF at the time, you yep. know, and, and, uh, look at him now, you know, he has his rock band. He, he's a visionary. He sees something. If he wants to go for it, he'll go for it and he'll achieve it until he's finished. Well, you know, right. When, when Jerry Briscoe and I met with, uh, with Chris at the Bombay bicycle club in Tampa or St. Pete uh-huh. somewhere in the area. Right. He was he was he was contracted WCW. He was making more money on guaranteed more money from WCW than we were able or were willing to pay him as the downside uh, wow. coming to WWE. Now, so quite frankly, he was kind of in the same situation you were in. Remember when you wow. and I first talked there at the Staples Center? Yes, uh, yes. And that, I said, that, hey, actually, when you mentioned that, it brought back uh, some memories. Yeah, right. I, hey, hey, keep your gig. They're going to pay you every week. We'll, we'll see you in January. You know? Yeah, right. Exactly. And, 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 and here, here I am thinking, wow, am I really going to get the call? And yes, you were right, right then and there. You know, you gave me that call when you said you were. Well, I, I it was a blessing for WWE, and it still is for anybody that uh, that retains your services. So, uh, what I'm looking forward to that six man we mentioned, I'll eventually get to call that in a few weeks with yeah. Josh uh, for Access TV. I can't wait because that's got so much history and. You know, it'll be you got you got some bumping heels and some hot heels that, that don't mind the heat. But like you said earlier, Ray, it's almost impossible to get for a heel to get legitimate heat anymore. You it, see it that? Is, you see is. that where you go? Yeah, it is because because of the fact that you know the fans. If if you've had a rich history and and have paved your way to to become one of the top heels, now all of a sudden heels are loved. Why? Yeah. Because you you uh, worked hard to obtain your spot, and it, it, it sounds weird, but but you become uh, a babyface in their eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're comfortable. You're like that old pair yeah. of house shoes. You know, you don't. They're so damn comfortable. You don't want to throw them away. You want to go now, buy a new pair. I like these. You know that kind of deal. Yeah. Hey, now, uh, my question do you think is: Is that something that uh, is there something new to explore on behalf of that? A particular heel to to switch that state of mind, or, or you just roll with it. I I, I think that uh, there are certain subtleties that a, a good heel can do in the ring that not only helps him become uh, and remain a more prominent antagonist, but it also helps the guy he's working with become a bigger babyface. I do right. believe there needs to be some sort of distinction. I got to cheer okay. for somebody. I got to root for. I want somebody to win. I don't want this to be like Switzerland, you know, be neutral. I want one right. of you dudes to win. I, like, so I, that's kind of what I. I think you got to have a distinction, Ray. But I don't know. I don't know that the, the you'll ever go back to the riotous, you know, crowd-inducing craziness and all that because one, one of the biggest dramatic uh, components of the old presentation was blood. Yeah, and, and yeah. you don't see much blood anymore. I'm not advocating it now. Don't get me wrong. No, no, but no, that no, was I a dramatic effect that we don't get to use much anymore. So I think right. that also kind of tones it down. Yeah, that's very true. And, and you're absolutely right. You know, you can't go to a, uh, an arena and, and uh, cheer for both fighters. Uh, in this right. case, you can't go for Manny Pacquiao and and uh, and cheer for uh, for Julio Cesar Chavez. You either go for one or the other. You right. know, uh, yeah. and same with football. You can't go for two football uh, teams. You got to pick one. You got you can't cheer for the Chargers and the Rams. No, impossible. <laughs> in, in this uh, case, neither the Chargers at all yep. <laughs> for taking them. <laughs> hey, uh, 
are the uh, I'm proud of those kids uh, for all ends. Chicago, you'll be there September first. All kinds of podcast stuff. Uh, uh, Conrad Thompson has uh, has has uh, kind of herded the chickens into a location where they're going to have a big uh, uh, three three day gig, which will be a lot of drunken debauchery and exchanging yeah. lies. <laughs> and I wish I could be there, but I can't miss yeah. the OU, I can't miss the Oklahoma season opener. Oh, I, I can't that, do that, that on man. the thirty first. So on September one. September first. Oh wow. Yeah. So, wow. And at, yeah. And at, at the hey, I might be able to make it if I could. Uh, the game's at eleven a.m. local time, which mm. is this crap. But anyway, uh, mm. you know who you're going. Do you know who you're going to work with in Chicago? I, I don't have a clue yet. Um, I, I'm I'm sure they have something good cooked up because. Uh, they they've been doing this very methodical, and uh, just the way they announce the show, and they they've announced talent little by little. You yeah. know, it's a, it's a good uh, strategy. So I'm sure they have a good show lined up. Um, I've been in contact with both uh, uh, Bucks and and Cody, so uh, you know they're they're uh, they're letting me choose as well. You know, they're throwing some stuff sure. around, but uh, at the end of the day, you know. Whatever, whatever we think the fans are going to love the most, that's what we want to give them. Absolutely, you want to go there and have have your best performance, and your your input on who that individual should be in your view that matches up best with you is right. That's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. Yeah, yeah. So, and and uh, right before that, uh, um, we have the Expo Lucha going on in Vegas, which I have to take a quick flight from Vegas over to Chicago. I'm there on the thirty first. And then uh, I have to jump right over to Chicago to do uh, um, uh, the All In show. But uh, uh, have you heard of, of uh, the Expo Lucha? No. Sure. Tell, tell me no. about it. Expo Lucha is, is uh, it's an exposition of, of uh, Lucha Libre and pretty much the the culture behind Lucha Libre in Mexico. They've always had this event in Mexico City. They pick different cities throughout Mexico. This is the first time they bring Expo Lucha into to the U.S. And uh, they picked Las Vegas to do their first expo. So uh, that'll, that'll be happening on the fir- 31st of October and the 1st of September. Unfortunately, that all-in show uh, jumped in on the 1st. So it, it might affect a little bit on, on the last day for Expo Lucha. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is happening. They're still running, you know. And and uh, they have a good uh, a couple of matches lined up. From Good. from, I was, uh, I was going to ask you. if they're going to have matches. Yes, yes, they're going to have wrestling. They're going to have live wrestling from, uh, I believe, both AAA and CMLL and Crash, wow. uh, all in different days. And I bet a brother could buy a mask while he's there. Oh, they can find everything. Anything related <laughs> to Lucha Libre is right yeah. there. Posters. And they some of the coolest wrestling posters ever are those old school Lucha Libre posters. From, they're, yes, they're really from the cool. arenas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, arena Mexico, arena Coliseo. Those, those are those are the good ones. It's just well, two tone, two tone colors. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's it really cool. I, I I like that artwork. You know, right? This Jericho Cruz again, a testament to his uh, entrepreneurial abilities. This thing has grown to has a life of its own now. It's got Impact Wrestling's going to be there. Ring of Honor's going to be there. A lot of independent guys, gals, comedians, musicians, and. Mm-hmm. The great thing is that there's a few cabins still available. Folks, check that out at chrisjerichocruise.com. Oh, m- most definitely. Uh, JR, if you definitely, if, if you've never been on a cruise before, because I had my first one 
I jumped on my first cruise uh, three years ago. And before that, it was always planes, planes and drives. Uh, and uh, they, my parents kept on telling me, you got to go on a cruise. You got to go on a cruise. So we took our first cruise and I got out that boat and, uh, and I was like, I got to do this again next year. And we booked our vacations again for the following year. And now, uh, you know, we're on the Jericho cruise. This is, this is awesome. It's, it's definitely going to be one that you cannot miss out. Like you said, it's going to be full of entertainment, uh, from wrestling to comedy to um, pictures, you name it. Whatever you want to do, you, you see your favorite superstar, pull them by and, and uh, snap a picture with them, man. Have a good time. Enjoy. And that's what we're about to do. We're going to have some fun on that Jericho Cruise. Ray, thank you very much for being with us. You and your 2.3 million Twitter followers at Ray Mysterio. You're one of the best, my friend. I love you, and you, you represent the business always with honor. I can't wait to see that boy of yours in the ring one of these days. Uh, oh, thank you, JR. Especially when he's the biggest thing about him when I first met him was, were his big eyes. He's <laughs> 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 a cute and little now, rascal, and now he's a man. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a little man now. I mean, he, he is full grown, 21 now, and, and uh, working hard. Uh, September, he's heading out to Lance uh, Storm's uh, oh, uh, training camp for three months. Oh, Lance Storm Wrestling Academy is as good as it gets. In yeah. Calgary, Alberta, Canada. There'll be no nonsense, no fun and games. You'll learn the fundamentals from a yeah. very honorable man in Lance Storm. I'll, I can't, can't recommend it high enough. Good for him. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I, I got uh, to thank uh, Lance for, for taking my son. I spoke to him briefly. He was, he was so cool enough, like we've been hanging out since yesterday. Uh, you know, I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, he's doing his own thing now. But when I told him that my son uh, was training, that I wanted to send him up to his camp, he said, Ray, let me take him, please. He goes, uh, trust me, I'll take care of him. And uh, you don't have to worry about anything. He goes, just let let me do the training. And uh, on my own time, on my spare time, you know, I'm going to do one-on-one sessions with them. So from awesome. the bottom of my heart, I really do appreciate that because I know one day my boy's going to be big. And uh, he's got to remember all those people that helped him get to where he's going to be. Absolutely. Foundation, man. Very good. Got to have the foundation. Hey, hey, buddy, thanks, man. Uh, you're Thank you're you. busy. Uh, good luck in Japan this weekend. I look forward to calling that one and, and, and my best to the family. Thank you. Likewise, Gerard. I love you, too. And uh, thank you again for having me on your show. Westwood One. Man, I've had a lot of fun here this week. I want to thank Ray Mysterio for being with us. Great interview. Uh, man, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of irons in the fire. He is a true free agent, much like Chris Jericho, and they seem like they're having the time of their life. And I can't wait to to hit the uh, Chris Jericho cruise. You know, it's coming up uh, in, this fall, and uh, ChrisJerichoCruise.com has all the information. The big big announcement this week is the fact that uh, I guess the, the Impact Wrestling guys and gals are going to be joining us. And along with Ring of Honor and a lot of indie talent. So it's going to be kind of a really cool thing. So if it's been kind of out of your sight, out of mind, uh, check back in to ChrisJerichoCruise.com and see all the accommodations that they have available. There's not, I mean, they're selling. This is going to be a huge hit. You should be a part of it. Comedy, wrestling, live events, meet and greets, Q&As, uh, music, food, beverage. Uh, and as I said on a video I did, and the king might just meet his next ex-wife. You never know. Uh, 
I think the uh, all you guys these five star ratings. You know, I, when I first started doing podcasts, I didn't have a damn clue what these how important these five star ratings were. They're very important, as I've grown to know. We have, so far have had eight hundred seventeen five star ratings uh, so far since we returned to the mighty Westwood One. So, with that said, Narv Rowe says, I always look forward to hearing good old JR's podcast every week, hands down. The best wrestling podcast out there. You damn right, Garbro. You damn right, Garbro. So, there. All you other podcasts that brag on your records. Kiss my ass. JNS213 says, I don't always agree with you, JR. Smart man. But to paraphrase what you said before, that doesn't mean I don't respect your view and how it's presented keep up the great work man what a nice that's a good that's a that's the attitude we can share and disagree but boy, we gotta have a pissing contest i don't like that i don't don't you're nating on my leg man uh up kale says this is a great show i agree brother everybody's brother in wrestling right uh love listening on my way to work this show is so well put together well thanks to producer ted jr is the voice of reason when there is so much nonsense out there. JR is the voice of reason when there is so much nonsense out there. Hey, in all due respect, I have my share of nonsense too, but I thank you for your listening and thank you, uh, Upkel, for that five star rating. Remember, folks, you can subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or however you get your uh, podcasts. Uh, don't forget to leave us that five star rating, as we said. We thank you for that, in all seriousness. Uh, check out the new Westwood One podcast app uh, you can listen to all of our shows including 83 weeks with eric bischoff uh talk is jericho one two three sixty with x-pac uh, op radio keep me 100 with conan uh and many more uh, check it out it's a great place to harvest all your the good stuff and we all like harvesting good stuff right uh and so search westwood one podcast in the app store and google play today so Fun show. Again, remember, we're coming to the UK. Newcastle, I need to see you there. You're dragging your feet. Inside the ropes.co.uk has your tickets and information for our, our tour with Inside the Ropes. Great company. Great folks. Uh, Slavernocker still number one in the hardcover ebook and the audio version at Amazon.com. We thank you for that. WWE Shop just placed a huge order for uh, sauces, uh, restocking uh, their, their store. WWShop.com is where you can find our products easily, quickly uh, shipped to you, and that is WWShop.com. Uh, I gave you earlier, if you remember, uh, the info for uh, the Alexa. Alexa, enable the Jim Ross Report st- uh, skill. Then after you do that, it's just Alexa, play the Jim Ross Report. Same thing with Google Home. Home. You just say, okay, Google, talk to the Jim Ross Report. Or, okay, Google, speak to the Jim Ross Report. Something like that, you'll get you there. So I think that's neat for us. Hands-free, right? Kind of, sort of. I'm on Facebook uh, and Instagram, thanks to Sean Creedle in Baltimore. Jim Ross BBQ, if you're interested. And on Twitter, at JRS BBQ. I was going to tell you that, if I can find my information here, you know, we're going to be going to London. This, this late edition, uh, I'm going to be going to London. The, I've been invited to attend the London Film and Comic Con. That's late in July, July 27th through the 29th at the Olympia Exhibition Center. Uh, and information for that event is at uh, eventbrite.co.uk. And we're excited about that. 
and I, I love coming to the UK. And I'm especially excited about Kenny taking me to uh, Scotland and Ireland. I'll see my friend Paul O'Brien. I hope to go to the Quiet Man set. Uh, I'll probably drag Paul's uh, uh, bearded carcass up on the stage and answer some questions. We could have one of the great Q&As ever uh, and talk about writing Slobberknocker. And, and guess what? Slobberknocker 2 is coming. What are the titles going to be? But it's going to happen. So uh, until next week, we'll be back with you. Uh, thank you again for, your, for supporting us. We thank you very much for all that you do and everything on social media and all those things. Uh, I appreciate Ray Mysterio again for joining us. For, uh, producer Ted did a great job. Raphael Morphy, a road producer, always chipping in, doing, doing his share. So uh, until next week, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will uh, reconvene on a new show next Wednesday on the mighty Westwood One. And uh, remember, uh, our tomorrows are never guaranteed. Make the most out of today. Today is all it's about. Today. You don't guarantee tomorrow, and you can't do a damn thing about yesterday. So focus on today. Today is the money. Trust me. So now I will get back in my black vehicle. I will head back south from Oklahoma City down to the little town of Norman. And uh, as I head through the rolling hills of Oklahoma, until I talk to you again next week, I'm good old J.R. Jim Ross saying so long, everybody. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Straight aim with Amy Dash. Mark Garagos. He represents Colin Kaepernick. The NFL announced that it was changing its national anthem policy. This uh, substantiates everything we have thought all along, and they just prove that they've colluded. Clearly, it's a violation of the First Amendment. Straight aim. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free. Free. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on a sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.